Hello, everybody. This is CardioTube. Uh, we have a guest from Paris, France, uh, Dr. Pierre Amarenko. He's a neurologist, and he's going to walk with us through the Thales study. Uh, in short, it's adding ticagrelor to aspirin in acute non-severe ischemic stroke. Um, but maybe, first of all, welcome. And maybe you, you can tell us a little bit uh, what was driving, why the study was done, what was the objectives of the Thales study. So uh, as you know, uh, ticagrelor is a potent P2Y12 inhibitors, uh, which has a uh, superiority uh, of clopidogrel in the sense that uh, uh, it is not a prodrug, it is a direct acting drug, and uh, it has a higher platelet inhibition, uh, quicker offset, faster onset, um, and uh, we may have soon an antidote. So with uh, all this background, uh, and also given the fact that uh, currently uh, in, uh, in TIA and minor ischemic stroke, uh, the recommended treatment is clopidogrel plus aspirin for 21 days, followed by a monotherapy. Um, so uh, we wanted to evaluate ticagrelor plus aspirin compared to aspirin alone uh, to see whether we could reduce significantly uh, stroke or death. Uh, and so we, for this, we uh, included uh, uh, 11,000 patients to either ticagrelor uh, added to aspirin or aspirin alone uh, with a loading dose uh, of ticagrelor and a loading dose of aspirin, 300 milligrams the first day. And then uh, to, from day two to day, uh, nine, uh, to day 30, uh, we uh, use uh, uh, ticagrelor uh, 90 milligrams BID and aspirin uh, 75 to 80 milligrams uh, per day. So we, uh, our primary endpoint was stroke or death, uh, and we judged the primary endpoint uh, at day 30. We randomized the patients within 24 hours of symptom onset. Uh, and what we found uh, was a uh, 27, uh, sorry, uh, we found a 17% relative risk reduction uh, in the ticagrelor plus aspirin arm compared to aspirin alone. And that was the overall result of the trial. And we also found an increase in major bleeding, 0.5% uh, to 1%, uh, I'm sorry, 0.1% uh, uh, to 0.5% uh, in the ticagrelor plus aspirin arm, uh, yielding an hazard ratio of uh, four. Uh, but, uh, um, uh, the absolute increase in bleeding uh, did not outweigh the benefit we observed on the, on the ischemic side. So that was uh, the paper published in the New England Journal of Medicine last uh, July. And then we've done a further uh, sub-analysis. One uh, was to look at uh, uh, subsequent disabling stroke at day 30, uh, defined by a modified Rankin scale uh, above one, that is a patient with disability, 
uh, and uh, we found uh, that uh, disabling stroke or deaths at 30 days were reduced by 17% significantly uh, on ticagrelor plus aspirin compared to aspirin alone. And then uh, we uh, looked at uh, uh, the shift analysis that is all uh, a range uh, of uh, uh, modified ranking scale. Uh, and we found that there was a 23% relative risk reduction of the global burden of uh, subsequent stroke disability uh, on ticagrelor plus aspirin compared to aspirin alone. So that was one uh, uh, analysis that was published uh, recently, uh, one week ago, uh, no, two weeks ago, sorry, uh, in uh, JAMA Neurology. And then we perform another analysis looking at uh, patient randomized with a stroke due to atherosclerotic disease. And uh, among the 11,000 patients, we, have, uh, we had uh, 2,351 patients, that is about 21% of the sample, with an ipsilateral atherosclerotic disease that we can say that it was likely uh, the cause uh, of their uh, TIA or minor ischemic stroke. And uh, the rest of the patients, that is about uh, 8,600, uh, had another cause than atherosclerotic disease. And you know that uh, in stroke, we have uh, several possibility of underlying cause. Uh, so these patients uh, uh, had uh, either a small vessel disease causing the brain infarction or uh, a cryptogenic stroke uh, that is a stroke of unknown cause. So um, uh, in the patients uh, with an ipsilateral stenosis, we found that the uh, relative risk reduction was 27%, so much higher than the overall 17% we found. And uh, the absolute risk reduction uh, was also important because it was 3%, from 10.9% to 7.9%. So 3% yielding a number needed to treat of 34 to prevent uh, one uh, subsequent stroke or death. While in the group uh, with no ipsilateral stenosis as the cause of their stroke, uh, we found that uh, there was an 11% relative risk reduction uh, and an absolute risk reduction of 0.5%, so much lower. Uh, then, uh, when we looked uh, at uh, uh, the uh, bleeding risk uh, in this group of patients with uh, atherosclerotic disease, we found that on ticagrelor plus aspirin, uh, we had four patients with major bleeding, gusto severe bleeding. And on the, in the aspirin group, we had 3% only uh, with uh, 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 severe gusto bleeding. So, no difference between these two groups. Uh, and uh, while in the other subgroup, uh, we had uh, all the bleeding we observed uh, in the overall Thales trial, uh, leading to conclude that uh, this uh, group with no atherosclerotic disease drive, drove the risk uh, of bleeding. And uh, it is something we, we know from previous trials since uh, uh, um, uh, we know that uh, small vessel disease uh, in patients with stroke have uh, uh, a higher risk uh, of bleeding complication. 
Um, so the, uh, uh, in the atherosclerotic disease group, the number needed to arm calculated was 951. So we had a, uh, with uh, targeting atherosclerotic disease with ticagrelor plus aspirin, we maximize the benefit with a number needed to treat of 34, and we minimize the, the risk of bleeding with a number needed to arm of 951. So this is the result we had uh, in the Thales trial. And uh, uh, it is important uh, to consider that uh, uh, up until now, uh, the uh, gold standard for the treatment uh, of uh, minor stroke uh, and uh, TIA was aspirin monotherapy, which was the only drug in monotherapy showing a reduction in uh, disabling stroke at 90 days. Um, with clopidogrel plus aspirin, uh, we had a better efficacy than aspirin alone uh, to reduce uh, um, uh, ischemic stroke uh, or death, uh, but uh, at the expense of an increased risk of bleeding. Now with ticagrelor plus aspirin, uh, we have a, uh, a reduction uh, in ischemic stroke, in disabling stroke or death, uh, and uh, we have a uh, superior efficacy of ticagrelor plus aspirin uh, over aspirin in patients with atherosclerotic disease with a very meaningful uh, uh, NNT uh, and uh, NNH. Um, now we have to consider that uh, uh, the Food and Drug Administration three weeks ago gave an approval uh, for ticagrelor uh, plus aspirin in the indication, Thales indication, uh, to reduce uh, subsequent uh, uh, stroke or death. So we have the choice now between using Tigargillor plus aspirin, which is uh, uh, approved, or Clopidogrel plus aspirin, which is recommended by guidelines, but I'm sure that guidelines will implement also soon the results of the Thales trial. And uh, the uh, the doctors will be, or the vascular neurologist, it's a stroke unit, will be left with uh, the choice between the two drugs, uh, ticagrelor or uh, clopidogrel added to aspirin. And they have to consider that uh, one drug uh, face the problem of poor metabolizer, which is clopidogrel, because they have a C2C19 loss of function allele. Um, and we know from the CHANCE trial that these poor metabolizers have really no effect in the prevention of stroke or death. Um, so uh, to be safe for the uh, uh, doctor in the stroke unit, uh, the choice of ticagrelor plus aspirin is uh, um, uh, guarantee that uh, the, what they give to their patients uh, will be an effective drug which is not entirely the case uh, in, uh, in with ticagrelor plus aspirin, since uh, uh, loss of function allele is present uh, uh, in 20% patients in Western countries, up to 40% in Asian countries. So this is, uh, this is why I think that uh, ticagrelor plus aspirin uh, and the uh, result of the Thales trial are very important in our field because now we have set a new, uh, uh, a new therapeutic uh, uh, possibility for our patient with uh, an acute stroke 
Minostro or uh, Iris GIA. Thank you, Dr. Marenko. Um, so it is a very important findings. I have a multiple questions. Let me start with how did you define that this is atherosclerotic origin of the stroke? So uh, you have a patient presented with stroke. Practically, what is the study that needs to be done to confirm that this is atherosclerotic in origin? So, um, you know, in, in our stroke units, uh, when the patient comes in, we, we perform immediately uh, a neuroimaging of the brain and of the arteries. This is very important because uh, we need to know whether there is an intracranial occlusion or not to perform a thrombectomy or not. Um, so when, once you have a, uh, a patient who comes in, you, you do either a CT scan and you add a, uh, a CT angiography or an MRI and you add an MR angiography. So you have, uh, you know whether you have an intracranial stenosis or an extracranial stenosis. We also perform, uh, particularly in Europe, systematically uh, a carotid ultrasound. And so we know whether we have a stenosis uh, uh, in the extracranial artery and the transcranial Doppler also help uh, understand whether there is also an intracranial stenosis. So um, how do we define a stenosis? This is any um, luminal narrowing uh, more than 30% ipsilateral to the brain infarction. So 30% would be sufficient to call it the atherosclerotic disease. Yes, uh, this is uh, um, uh, above 50%. This is likely the cause. Uh, between 30 and 50%, this is a potentially a cause. And uh, why did you use only 30 days? Why not, not longer than uh, Because in the uh, previous trial we've performed with uh, uh, Ticagrelor com monotherapy compared to aspirin alone, it was a Socrates trial that we published in 2016 in the New England Journal of Medicine in 13,000 patients we found that most of the, the benefit, potential benefit we observed uh, was uh, within the first 10, 15 days. Um, uh, and uh, that the, the, um, we, we, we found that uh, uh, the, uh, um, using the 30 day uh, outcome uh, would uh, minimize the risk of bleeding and maximize the benefit. So if uh, I recall the Socrates study was, did not meet the end point, hence it was not- No, we just missed right. statistical significance at 0.07, uh, but we had uh, some uh, interesting sub-analysis. Again, uh, in atherosclerotic disease patients, we found that there was a 32% uh, relative risk reduction, uh, while in the other group, there was no uh, relative risk reduction with a strong interaction. Uh, and uh, we found also that the patients who were on aspirin before randomization, when they were randomized to Ticagrelor, they were in fact during eight days on dual therapy, uh, since uh, we have this remanent effect of uh, aspirin during eight days. Uh, so uh, we had during eight days a dual therapy versus, uh, versus uh, 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 aspirin, uh, continue on aspirin. 
Uh, and then in this group, we had a 22% relative risk reduction uh, in uh, stroke uh, and, and in the primary endpoint. Uh, so this was the basis uh, for uh, doing the TALES trial, uh, these two uh, postdoc analyses uh, and uh, plan, but postdoc. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, this is why we, we did the TALES trial. And maybe my last question, um, we have two doses of Ticagrelor that we tend to give, 90 BID and 60 BID. So it appears to me that 60 BID usually associate with less bleeding. And since we're talking about intracranial bleeding and other serious bleeding, was there any consideration to use 60 milligram BID rather than 90 milligram BID for the Thales study? So the, the Thales trial, uh, uh, um, used uh, uh, the loading dose of 180 and then 90 milligram BIDs. This is what we have uh, tried, we have uh, evaluated. Uh, so, um, uh, and, and then, uh, yes, there was an increased risk of bleeding, but the absolute risk was uh, very low, 0.5% uh, versus 0.1% on aspirin. And, and, and finally, um, the 60 milligram BID for ticagrelor is mostly used for long-term prevention. Uh, and uh, uh, yes, the, the question is what to do beyond 30 days. And beyond 30 days, I think that the next step is to try um, ticagrelor 60 milligram BID, as you suggest, compared to aspirin uh, for long-term, like 18 to 24 months to look at the... Uh, long-term efficacy of this strategy. Yeah, and I think that's very important because we know that the, and you'll tell me exactly the numbers, that once you have a stroke, the likelihood in the next year to have a subsequent stroke is pretty, pretty high compared to the normal population. Um, so obviously 30 days by themselves may be not enough. I mean, it's a good phase to look into that, but uh, most people actually go beyond the 30 days for the subsequent stroke. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Yes, uh, um, for example, for patients with uh, atherosclerotic stenosis, uh, we can use uh, ticagrelor aspirin for 30 days and then continue on ticagrelor until 90 days uh, because the Socrates trial atherosclerotic analysis showed that there was a strong interaction uh, in favor of using uh, ticagrelor monotherapy uh, over aspirin in uh, this subgroup, um, but uh, you know we, we we need to have another trial. We if we need to have a long-term trial uh, comparing ticagrelor to aspirin uh, for um, uh, for eighteen to twenty-four months. Uh, I think it's uh, it's needed uh, for the uh, clinicians so they have a solution after thirty days. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Amarenko. This is very enlightening. Uh, maybe if you can just summarize the take-home message. Are we changing now the practice of uh, um, treating patients with atherosclerotic stroke? Is this is a game changer in the management? I think so. Uh, to me and in my department, we, we have changed our practice. That is, uh, in a patient uh, uh, with high-risk TIA or minor ischemic stroke, we use the ticagrelor plus aspirin uh, with a TALES regimen. Uh, 
for for 30 days. Um, and uh, this is particularly true for patients with atherosclerotic disease. But since we had no significant interaction in this Thales uh, sub-analysis, uh, the overall result of the trial also applies to non-atherosclerotic disease patients. And these patients should be also treated with ticagrelor-plaza aspirin. So uh, to me, uh, it's, uh, um, uh, it's secure to, to prescribe ticagrelor-plaza-aspirin because we know that we are efficacious in 100% uh, regarding platelet uh, uh, inhibition. Thank you, Dr. Marenko. Uh, this is very important educational studies, very systematic looking into the question. And I'm looking forward for uh, extension of the studies beyond the 30 days, different doses, uh, with and without aspirin, there's a lot to do and to study. Uh, so I think this is just a good start uh, to reduce the recurrent stroke in our patients. Appreciate your contribution. Thank you very much.